0: What's up, everybody? Thanks again for stopping by for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman. Whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand-new listener of the show, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at march 4 Pod on YouTube at March 4th pod. My website is March 4th The link tree with all of my stuff is in the podcast description for this episode. So if you made it here, that means you found me somehow. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you checking out another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman podcast. I hope that everybody's doing great. I hope that everybody had a great Turkey day by the time you guys hear this. So, happy belated thanksgiving to you and yours hopefully it means since i'm recording this before thanksgiving that the lions had a victory on thanksgiving they had a victory prior to thanksgiving against the chicago bears the bears uh they came back they had to win that one they were they were losing in that one most of the game and came back at the end so but that's that's what happens So good teams find a way to win so uh it's good to see a a culture shift as a as a Lions fan, a long-time Detroit Lions fan, and in, in myself. And uh, I, uh, I'm hoping that everybody had a safe safe travel situation, going home, seeing everybody, or going to see friends, Friendsgiving, whatever you're doing uh, for the holidays. I, I hope that everybody has a safe and fun time, got a chance to see some family, eat some foods, watch some football, or whatever your family tradition is. Uh, I know a lot of people get the, get the Christmas tree up even before Thanksgiving, man. So we always did it like the day after. Uh we we didn't get a real tree. We weren't a real tree home. We had the fake tree. You know what I'm saying? But uh but that fake tree, it's been in a family for a while, man. So that was always a fun time. But yeah, hope everybody's doing well out there. I hope you guys close out the year on a high note, on a positive note. There's a lot to look forward to, man. Anytime you get you get to the end of the year and have a new one on the horizon, it's a chance for new beginnings. But I even saw something today from Mark Wahlberg where he's like, hey man, don't if if you've got like fitness goals, things like that, don't don't wait till the new year to to do it. You've got 50 days left in a year to to make something happen. You know what I mean? So and I thought it was a good point. You know, it's never too late to to start making a change. And why not now? Why not today? So I hope that this finds you well. I'm appreciative and very thankful in this holiday season, man, for everybody who's rocking with me, who's rocking with the podcast. Shout out again to Bold Journey who featured me recently uh, and and did a cool Q&A for the show. The link to that is in my link tree if you want to check it out. And, uh, you know, thank you to everybody who takes the time to like and subscribe, to share these shows, who tells a friend to tell a friend. All those things go a long way in helping the show get out to more people, man. So if you like what you hear, please do take the time to, to do that. You can holler at me on Instagram. Uh, you can leave a rating and review on Apple and or Spotify, whatever music service you use all those things help these conversations get out to more people. And that's what I want, man. I want the show to grow in a positive way. There's so much negative content out there, so I'm not trying to sound self-righteous, but uh, I, I take pride in, in giving you guys quality content with maybe artists or people you, you may have not been aware of before and you get put on to new music and you go, Oh, that's dope. Or, you know, they have a, they have a story about persevering or moving forward, like the theme of the show, March 4th. And it inspires you to do the same in your life, man. So, Appreciate everybody who's who's rocking and rolling with the podcast. And on that note, this week's guest is a guy who I have a lot of respect for as a creator. He's very talented musically, and we, we hadn't caught up in a while, but we've continued to follow each other on social media and support each other from a distance. And when he had some new music that came out over the last year and a banger that came out a few months back, I was like, I got to get this dude back on, man. So This week's guest is none other than King Shamps out of Philadelphia. To be specific, and I know he'd want me to be specific, West Philly. And uh, Shamps is a rapper, very talented, from the Dead Wrong Records imprint with his brother Azan. And uh, these guys have been cranking out heat, man. Like I said, it's been a couple years since we caught up. But in 2022, they dropped 2Legit and MGM. And back in mid-August, they dropped West Philly 187 which has gotten a lot of really great organic traffic and great response and reactions from different people out there on the internet like Mike Powers, DJ Kawan, uh, Demi D, among others. And uh, King Shapes is a good dude, man. He got me in touch with Black, who he's done some work with, Uh, Anthony Church, who's also a friend of the pod and a guest of the pod uh and has a great podcast and, and great imprint as well and he's a great producer in his own right check out his stuff man proven knowledge shout out to to Anthony Church and and the proven knowledge family I digress but uh I got a lot of respect for Champs man and and what they're doing and uh West Philly is a banger. I say 187 on the show, but I'm pretty sure it's 187. So forgive me y'all but uh but West Philly 187 uh it's it was a great great song it is a great song. Uh, And in the video, they actually shot in West Philly. So it's got a really cool organic feel to it. And, you know, really what I like about conversations like this, man, is, you know, obviously King Shamps and I come from different walks of life. And we come from different cities, different upbringings. uh, But both of us have a passion for music. Both of us love music. Uh, You know, me as a podcaster, him as a rapper. And uh, it's cool when you're able to connect with people from different environments and different walks of life. And find that common ground and the things that bring you together, man. And uh, this dude takes his art seriously, and he's he's a really talented dude. Um, not long before um, this show came out, they just dropped another single. Uh, King Shams just dropped another, another single, Like That, which came out on November 3rd. And West Philly 187 is actually the first video off of the upcoming Rise of Corleone album, which we talk about and you guys will, will get more insight into the meaning of of that name for that project man so just got a lot of respect for him and his on and what they're doing with dead wrong records and you know working working with other artists like black and you know it's 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 all about shining a light on where they're from shining a light on both the good and the bad and where they're from and and telling an authentic story to to connect with people man through art and uh it's just really cool when you're able to connect with people like i said from different parts of the world different parts of the country different walks of life and and music is what, what brings you together. You know, I'm somebody that as a metal head and as a, as a rock guy, as a kid, as I got older, especially in my twenties, I started to, excuse me, listen to more hip hop and get into, get into more hip hop and rap and early nineties stuff. And, um, and what I love about King Shams and what he's doing, and I tell him that on, on the show, um, if it's not in the recording, we definitely talk about it, but, uh, you know, what he's doing to me is, is, it's in that that spitter mode, you know what I mean. Where lyrically he's he's coming with a lot of lyrical content, and it's and it's different than a lot of the stuff that's I, I guess you would say is in the uh, the zeitgeist today. Um, it's one of the reasons I love Shaw Calhoun too. Shout out to him and Danny Nono over at Big Eleanor Records, man, and what they're doing. But uh, I, I like when there's unique voices in a time where you know stuff that's kind of like in the mainstream, so to speak has a similar vibe and that's not to knock anybody that's doing it right now because I don't mean it as a, as a diss or disrespect to anybody. Um, But uh, you know, it goes with any genre, whether it's pop, whether it's rock, whether it's metal, uh, whether it's hip hop, the stuff that you hear, the stuff that gets out on the mainstream radio, there's common threads to it, right? And that's why it's there. But that doesn't mean that the stuff that uh maybe you're not hearing right now on mainstream radio isn't dope as well. And that's where I feel like, a guy like king Shamps fits in man in terms of what he's doing uh and and the unique voice he has compared to a lot of the stuff that that maybe you're listening to right now or that's out there right now so and we talk about that man and so i'm excited to give you guys this conversation it was great to get him back on and uh you know once again man it's just it's all about connecting with people in a positive way so without further ado i'm gonna shut my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with king Shamp's of west philly here it is King Sims, it's good to have you back on the show, dude, for real. Uh, I was, like I said, I was looking at my notes before I officially hit record, and the last time we talked was, it was August of 21, and even though uh, we've been following each other on Instagram and everything, it's been cool to see you growing uh, in the time since we've talked, and you linked me up with Black, uh, who's also worked with Anthony Church, as I was just saying, so it's cool to see this community out here of creators, man, and it's good to get you back on the show, especially with all the success of West Philly 187. So welcome back, dude.
1: Nah, man, it's it's great to be back, man, back where I belong, man, back home. You know what I mean? <laughs> I really appreciate it, man. It's, it's been dope, you know, um, just, like you said, continuing to grow the movement, continue to grow um, what we're doing here, building the culture, cultivating the culture, and our and identity of winning, man. and. Um, I'm just happy to have another day to do it, man. Another day to do it.
0: Yeah, so let's start there, man, with West Philly 187. I mean, the last time I looked, um, you know, especially being being an independent artist um, and putting out the content that you're putting out, man, It's it's um, got almost 1,500 YouTube video views. There's a lot of people commenting on it. It came out in mid-August, and and I've even seen it get love and reactions from, like, Mike Powers DJ Kawan, HFM, Kishmeister, uh, Demi D. There's a, there's been a lot of people reacting to it, man. What's it been like to see such a such a positive reaction for what you guys put so much work into, man?
1: I mean, it's it's really really dope to see it, you know, to be honest. Because like you said, it's a constant grind, right? Like we're constantly working, we're constantly trying to figure out what we can do best to get the results that we're trying to get. You know what I mean? And I feel like with West Philly 187, it's my first music video, you know what I mean, ever. It was a really dope video. It was uh, directed by Iron Solomon in um, New Vegas. You know, if you're familiar with Battle Rap, you know Iron Solomon's a Battle Rap legend. He was on the set helping us out with shots. And it was a really dope experience. And to see that people, like you said, reacting to it, the way they've been reacting to it, it's been a couple of months man it's it's been refreshing because it's like, yo, like we've really been rapping well in a leap for a long time. So it's time to get some of that goddamn dude. The hell the hell with that it's It's time to shine, baby, <laughs> yeah, cause
0: the last time we spoke, it was uh, within a year of the release of Dawn of Donna Dead, that LP when that came out. um. And and there was a lot of dope tracks on that. Uh, Boss Talk was, I think, probably my favorite. If I had to pick a favorite, Forbes was also really good. Black was also on that one. You worked yeah. with multiple people on that, so. But I think you know. Correct me if I'm wrong, because um, you're the artist who made it. But it, it seems like people are drawn to to West Philly because of the authenticity to it. Like where you guys shot the music video. You're in West Philadelphia. You know, you're you're talking about stuff that really happens like and and i know from even speaking with you before you've talked about you know uh that was back when you were doing champ's word of the day and and you've been through your struggles in life and and but but your message is one of being positive and i think i think the lyrics it kind of goes back to the days of of you know when gangster rap was really really prominent you know what i mean so i feel like I feel like it's the nostalgia pull from people who, who came from maybe that era in the 80s and 90s, but I also think it's the authenticity of actually talking about what it's like in West Philly. Um, it, it, do you feel that way as well? Do you think that has a lot to do with the reaction?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I think that if you do anything with um, authenticity and people see that you're actually genuine with where you're coming from, it, you really have no choice but to respect you know what I'm saying? Because this is real as it's going to get. I mean, like you said, a shot in West Philly. You know what I'm saying? What you're seeing is constantly going on day in and day out. You know what I mean? The the cops, you know, the killings, you know, the shootings, you know, the 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 violence, the, the whole neighborhood. We're just depicting where we come from in a certain kind of way. Um, so people can kind of get a grasp of the music, get a grasp of the way we rap because of the environment that we come from. You know what I'm saying? Like we're writing from experiences, but we're writing from day-to-day life. So like you said, going back to it, it's that level of authenticity that people are really getting, um, uh, they're gravitating to it. You know what I'm saying? And I think when we drop this project, this Raza Corleone, man, I think people are going to be amazed at not only the authenticity, but the level up of music so to speak, like you said with Dawn of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead was a hell of a project. Um, it's nothing compared to Rosa Quilliam. It's day and night. And and I truly mean it. This is gonna be some of the best work that's probably come out in the last decade, to be honest. You know, um, I feel like we put a lot of time and a lot of work into it. And I feel like West Philly 187 was like a mission statement in a way. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, okay, this is where we're coming from. This is where we're going this is where we're at right now you know what i'm saying and i feel like a lot of people are just gravitating towards the sound man it has been dope to see
0: yeah and 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 i mean as somebody who lives there man like what are some of the what are some of the things about about and, and black and i talked about it a little bit just about how how rough it is and the things that happen but you know putting out a song like this like you said shining a light on it there i mean one, I w- I guess I'd say, what is it like living there day to day? And then two, I mean, what what do you want to see change, man? And how do you think that music and kind of what you're doing as an artist can kind of help promote the changes that you want to see?
1: First and foremost, bro, I, I always love your questions. They're so detailed, and 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 I love that you just take their work and areas. It's it's just dope. First and foremost, so kudos Amen. to you, number one. Um, and and to answer the question, I feel like. In order for things to change, things have to be brought to the light. And it has to be a certain level of accountability. It has to be a certain level of visibility where people actually see that these things are happening. This is a tough neighborhood. You know what I mean? And I always tell people, if you can really make it out of West, you can make it anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a constant struggle. It's it's constant distractions. It's constant bullshit, to be frank. And to be honest, so if you're a person that's focused, if you're a person that's motivated, um, then that should drive you alone to make the situation better, not only for yourself but for the people that's around you. And um, I think when me and my brother Azan um, built Dearborn Records, you know, coming out of West Philly, it's like, yo, you know, we want to be able to kind of help these people that can't help themselves. We want to be able to provide opportunities for these people. Who are not getting the opportunities provided to them at all? You know, we want to kind of be able to translate our community where we come from our experiences and make it, you know, um, transition into some real game. You know, so I feel like one of the main things that we can do, um, not only as an artist, but as a label and in the community, is really come together. Look at things, accept things for what they are, and say, okay, let's put a game plan together to be better. Let's put a game plan uh, uh, with the the police and community relations and different things like that. Like really start doing the work in the right way. And I feel like us depicting um, West Philly that way, or rather showing West Philly that way, um, it starts the conversation. And that's all you really can do is start the conversation put it in front of the people and be able to say okay so this is what's wrong what do we do now
0: I appreciate the response man and thank you for the kind words cuz yeah I think I think it you know as somebody who's who's gotten into hip hop more as I've gotten older it's like I think people don't realize what a battleground some of these neighborhoods are man and that even even the people who live there it's like you know you don't want to wake up and see killings you don't want to wake up and see people you know struggling you don't want to see people in poverty you don't want, you don't want to see people have a bad relationship with the police or the city um but i think people also don't realize what what that daily grind is like i don't i don't know what it's like but music art of any kind uh, entertainment of any kind i think it's a way to give people a window into that into that world and shine and shine a light on it you know and there's a difference between talking about it and being about it, even where I came from and where I grew up in, in Toledo, that was one of the things to this day, I I still say that. And that's something I say to check myself too. If I want change in my own life, I'm like, well, don't talk about it. Be about it, man. Be about your business and what you want to, want, want to change. So I think it's important for people to understand whether it's through rap, uh, whether it's through any kind of music, art, movies, entertainment, these are all windows into real life. And, and a lot of times art can be a mirror to society at large man and in a way i've i've i feel for people who who are in environments like that man because i like i said i just think that so many people out there have no idea what that that struggle is is really like you know just just having to look over your shoulder worry you know and like you said worry about police worry about those kind of things so um it's a long way of me saying man i'm glad that you're shedding a light on it and uh i hope that through conversations like this, through the music that you're putting out, you and Azan and, and the hard work that you guys are putting in and working with the other artists and producers and collaborators that, you know, it helps It helps promote positive change, man.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the goal. You know what I mean? The goal is to get better. The goal is to, get, to evolve. But in order for us to evolve, in order for us to get better, we have to look at what we're doing wrong. We have to look at where we're making the mistakes you know, and be able to say, okay, I've made that mistake. Let's go on ahead and build a game plan. Let's go on ahead and make the necessary steps to be better. You know what I mean? And through the music, I feel us building a certain kind of infrastructure where we can help not only our communities, but a lot of other communities that are like ours to win, to actually show a certain level of leadership, show a certain level of accountability and understand that, even though we've experienced all of these different things, we don't have to make it our entire lives. We don't have to make it um, our identity, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like right now with Dead Wrong Records and and many like us, you know, we have to be the, the leaders of the new school, so to speak, and be able to show a certain level of leadership. And it starts with us. You know what I'm saying? It starts with us. It starts with us with the music and showing, you know, where we come from, showing that environment, showing how tough a lot of these inner city spots really get. And if, like you said, you want to change, you can't talk about it. You got to be about it, man,
0: 100%. Yeah, and, and and I think, I mean, and there's there's a lot of examples um, in music and, and entertainment of people into a certain level where they can be in a position to give back. You know, I think I think one of the biggest ones in hip hop is probably Snoop, right? You know, somebody who came from rough street life, but then had his football league and and his help put kids into college and give back to the community. Yeah. I think I think all of that's uh I think maybe that's one of the misconceptions about gangster rap and 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 hip hop in general, or really any heavy music, because even heavy metal, I love heavy metal and I and I know. From the last time we talked, you grew up in a house where you were listening. I think you were even talking about like grunge, hip hop, yeah. all that stuff. But um, I feel like that's where heavy music and and hip hop kind of share, they're almost like the redheaded stepchild. You know, it's easy, it's easy to point the finger at it, whether it's lyrics to deal with. With violence or stuff that happens in the street, or or even heavy music, with the imagery people often associate it. Like in in the 80s, they called it the Satanic Panic, you know, because of the demonic imagery and stuff. But I I think one of the the misconceptions that shared between hip hop and heavy music is that number one, it's art, it's entertainment. Um, but number two, that music not only shines a light on some real stuff that's actually happened, but it, but it's, it's also like a form of therapy and helps people get through stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I even remember when my, like when my parents got divorced in in 99, like music was one of the things that helped me through it, you know? So again, it's a long way of me saying, like, I, I think, um, I think it's easy to, to look at music that either has heavy imagery or heavy lyrics. And go oh man like that's this or that's that but it's like well but number one have have you lived it number two some things are for em- entertainment and some things are shining a light and sometimes it's both you know right. and i and i think like you said if you can show people that that's that's the biggest thing because as an artist there's another artist who told me this recently uh, crossed out like it's kind of it's kind of part of what you do to be able to get people to question you know and and get get people to react in in a certain way. Like as an artist, I think that's important to do, you know.
1: Word. It is. You know, you have to be able um and it goes back to that authenticity. It goes back to that level of you knowing your identity, you knowing what you want to go on ahead and do, and you want to know um within yourself what message you want to go on ahead and get back what message you want to kind of go on ahead and get out there. And like you said with us, it's a little bit of both where it's like, Oh no, it's definitely entertainment, but it's definitely a message with this entertainment. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely something that we want to go in and and convey within this music because it's like, Hey, this is our lives. These are our daily experiences of what we're going through. And that's what you're doing as an artist all the time. I believe is you're constantly putting your identity, who you are truly. I mean, at least, for real artists, you know, you got some people that will fabricate. You have certain people that will, you know, put all kinds of shit together. You never quite know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But I feel like for real folks, real, you know, people that are honest with themselves, hell yeah, you know what I'm saying. You want to go on ahead and put yourself through that music and show people where you coming from for sure. Yeah,
0: and you even you even have a line in the in uh, West Philly 187 where you talk about that about fake. Fake gangsters, fake people getting getting called out like it'll reveal itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people and people can 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 sniff authenticity, especially people who are really into whatever that is, whether it's music or people who really come from a certain area. They they know real recognizes real as old as old quote goes. But go um, as we're recording this, it's it is going to be out in uh, in November when it hits everybody's ears. But West Philly 187 was the first the first video off of the upcoming rise of Corleone. And I know you've talked about on another podcast, uh, maybe putting something out on Halloween. So not to, not to, you know, spill the beans here and reveal anything you don't want to reveal just yet. King Shams. But uh, by the time this comes out in November, um, how much, how much more new material do you think will be out by then? At least another single.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Initially we were, um, Trying to go in here and drop the whole project Rise of Corleone on Halloween um, due to a lot of different things behind the scenes. We weren't able to go in ahead and hit it for the distribution things. Trying to get certain deals and certain things together. But for Halloween for the 31st? Oh baby, I got something for you. I got some work for you. I got I got some serious, serious, serious work for you. This uh This record is um about to tear the streets up man and um i'm very very excited to actually show people this new sound and i'm gonna send you a sneak peek a sneak peek preview of it beforehand so you can go on in here to actually see exactly what i'm talking about it's a certain level of versatility that i believe a lot of artists cannot even show that i'm showing on this record and um it's it's about to be a movie man i'm excited i'm excited as hell to really drop this and um get the people back involved for the next installment. And for Rise of Corleone, as far as the release, we're looking at a November release. So when it comes out, everything's going to be lined up the way it needs to be lined up.
0: That's dope, man. What, what can you tell me and the people about the theme of Rise of Corleone? You know, for people who are maybe unaware of, of you know, either what you do or or just in general, um, is this, is this kind of like – is this album gonna have like a theme to it? Is there a theme behind that name or is or is each each song kind of stand on its own?
1: it's definitely a thing. Um, from the beginning when I started to focus on making a title name for the project, um Corleone's our neighborhood. That's what we call our neighborhood, where we come from in West Philly. And um I said, well, why not just make it Raz or Corleone? you know, the start of something, you know, and it sounded like a gladiator movie. You know what I mean? It sounded like something that, um, like uh, the Kings taking over some territory type shit. You know what I mean? I wanted to kind of put people in that kind of mode. you know, uh, winter is coming, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to like put you in that mold, that frame of mind where it's like, yo, like this is war. This is the kind of album where it's going to, get you going. And I think from track to track, when people actually hear them, when it comes out, it's going to make all the sense in the world. And when I was saying the rise, it's like, yo, it's the rise of us. It's the rise of dead wrong Records. It's the rise of King Shamps. It's the rise of us in the game. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's the start of it. It's the beginning, the rise of Corleone. So it's definitely going to be more and more chapters as we go on. But that was my mindset for I was like, yo, I gotta make a fucking wavy title that really you know embodies this music you know what i'm saying like i didn't want it to be you know a a title that really didn't give you nothing like don't when when you say it don't it just go off your tongue like butter like boss and corleone like it's it's there you know what i'm saying it's something that you can get used to saying over and over again i think that people are going to really really enjoy the project when it drops for sure
0: and are you guys um like I think one of the the cool things and thanks thanks again so much King Shamps, for taking the time to do this man it's great catching up with you as always and and again uh, it's not service dude I really appreciate uh, the mutual love and support for for what each other's doing man and I got a lot of respect for what you're doing on the mic um, because especially in today's day and age like I just I feel like your flow uh, Shaw Calhoun's another another guy that I've had on the show his flow um, Black like it's it's cool to see. Uh, in the sea of kind of what's going on right now. It's cool to see hip-hop kind of, you know, I feel like there's old-school flavor and all those names I just mentioned yourself included, and I think it's cool to see that in today's generation, man, to to see spitters, you know. I digress, but um, seeing the music releases, I know people are doing different different merch items, um, and you mentioned distribution. Is this something where you're trying to do hard copies of any of it, whether it's CDs, whether it's like, a one-off run of, like, tapes, vinyl, any any type of merch you're trying to do do with this? And then second part of that, like, um, can you give me a taste of what the artwork is going to look like?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, well, first part, um, to answer that, um, we're definitely going to get some vinyl going. Um, we're definitely going to get the hard copies going. We're definitely going to get hoodies, t-shirts, the whole nine yards. You know what I mean? We really, really want to put everything into um, the promo of this project. You know what I mean? And make sure that everything's done in a right um, and proficient and elite way. You know what I'm saying? We want to make sure that the shit gets out on time. (laughs) You know what I mean? We want to make sure that everybody gets what um, they ask for. And um, we're working on that right now, you know, uh, getting certain things together as far as being able to, you know, distribute those um, items. And um, secondly, with the artwork, we're um, getting that together now. Uh, we're getting a couple of people to take some cracks at it because we want the artwork to look um, like how the project is going to go in and, in and down. You know what I mean? Something that's going to stand out, something that's going to immediately catch your eyes and have a certain kind of impact. You know what I mean? We want to be able to impact your eyes as well as your ears. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to the merch, <laughs> excuse me, when it comes to the merch, when it comes to the artwork, we want everything to stand out a certain kind of way and make sure that, again, the promo is done in a proper way. Because you see a lot of artists drop, man, and they don't do good rollouts. You know what I mean? They don't have a lot of merch. They don't um, engage with the audience. They don't engage with the base that they're trying to go in and to bring in. And engaging can be anything. It could be, you know, post to someone on Instagram. It could be posted to someone on TikTok. It could be, you know, a myriad of things. But you have to be able to engage. You have to be able to have a certain kind of rollout. And the artwork is, is a point at because it can draw different people in. Some people that may not have ever heard of your music before, they'll look at that artwork and be like, damn, like this is something intriguing. This is something that I may want to go in here to listen to. And then when you start talking about the merch, that's for the supporters and the people that you want to make support. You know what I'm saying? Through them listening to your music, like, oh shit, like I'm fucking with him. I'll buy that shirt. I'll buy that hat. I'll buy the, the 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 album. I'll buy the CD. You know what I mean? The the stickers, the the vape pen, you know, <laughs> like whatever it can be. So yeah, man, we're we're definitely trying to go in ahead and attack that on all angles. We should have the cover already done really, really soon. We're just taking a couple more cracks at it, but by November, we should be ready.
0: Sweet. So by so everybody listening to this, by the time you hear it, keep an eye out, man. And I'll have the links in the podcast description for sure. Um, yeah, man, I, I think, uh, I think it's cool what you're doing too. Cause like you said, I, I didn't even realize with the title, like I didn't even realize that Corleone was the, was the neighborhood that it was about. So I think that's, I think that's dope. Um, are there any, uh, any support locally? Like what's, what's the local rap scene like in Philly, not just in West Philly, but in Philly in general, like in terms of getting your name out there? hitting the ground running because for people who don't know about king champs i'll say this and give him his flowers while he's on here uh this this dude networks man um and he's he's a real dude if you listen to him on the mic like you can tell he comes from it but he's also somebody who's kind and i think that's important to come across too man like being a king isn't about um stepping on people's throats it's also about it and really not about that at all being a king is really about lifting people up and being a leader and i think what you're doing with azan and 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 the record label and what you're doing with your music man and, and the way you interact with people like he came across my path two years ago we've stayed in touch he's he sent other people my way for the podcast so i want to give you give you your flowers on that man but um but what is the scene like in philly in terms of being an independent artist an up-and-coming label, trying to get your name out there, trying to get radio support. Um, who do you, like, what channels do you have to try to go through, man, just, to, you know, to even maybe try to get some spins on on local radio or get in touch with people in the community?
1: Well, first and foremost, bro, that that really uh, meant a lot to me, what you just said, bro. I really, really appreciate that. You know what I mean? That made me smile. That, that made my day to be on. I, I really appreciate that, bro. And, it, and it's definitely all love and support. And, you know, I got your back 100%. You know what I'm saying? I got your back 100%. You know, us talking off air about a lot of different things going on in each other's lives and everything. Just know, bro, that we here. We rocking with you. We support you, man, number one. So um, I I really appreciate that. When you talk about this city, man, just to be honest, um, you got to do the same thing, like you said, network. You know what I mean? Nobody's handing you anything. Um, Nobody's giving you any kind of opportunity. You kind of got to go out there and take it. You know what I'm saying? You kind of got to go out there and make it happen and make it work uh, because it's a lot of rappers, but it's not a lot of leadership in the city as far as like different hubs where artists can get to the radio artists can get to certain podcasts to certain things. You've got them going on in the city, but I feel like it's a lot of bias and I feel like it's a lot of politics that go on in the city a lot and I feel like everybody. Um, especially from the inner city or just in a music game period can talk about the politics. I know you can talk about it podcasting and building your platform and how, you know, certain people can get certain things behind the scenes and certain people can't, you know, certain people have to build up a certain kind of organic fan base, whereas other people may just hit the ground running. You're like, well, damn, they just kind of came out of nowhere. What was going on? You know, how did that happen? And it's, it's no hate. You're just like, okay, if a fucking elephant magically appears behind me, I want to know what the hell's going on. You know what I'm Definitely. saying? So I feel like in Philly, the issue's always been that, man. You know, I feel like there's been a lot of politics and, you know, a lot of bullshit. But I feel like you can maneuver. I feel like you got a lot of different hubs um, that we've actually went through. Um, WFPN covered a lot of our um, music. Um, they're, uh, big in the Philadelphia area, big college radio, um, Glock aware, shout out to them, Glock aware radio. They showed us a lot of love and support in the city, but, um, we basically just network everywhere, man. You know, once we saw that trying to, um, get in with the politics in the city didn't work, we said, well, shit, we're going to make our, uh, our, our politics around the world. You know what I mean? We became dignitaries and diplomats and kings for real. Kings just don't sit up there and try to focus on the village. you got to focus on expansion. You know what I'm saying? So network is your network. You know, um, in order for you to start getting certain things going, you have to move out of other areas. And then, you know, you'll eventually take over where you need to take over. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like it's very important for independent artists to understand the power network. You know, like you said, us coming across each other in 21, you know, that's not working. That's building, you know, um, being able to say, hey, let's go in here and share our platforms and not only do that, but you're sharing your platform with me. Let me bring you some guys. Let me bring you some other people that are trying to go on here and, and push this shit forward. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like with Philly artists and any artist, it's really about networking. It's really about pushing and having a product that you feel comfortable behind and you, you feel um, that it's worth some quality you know what
0: I'm saying? And then just push it, man. Just grunt. Sure. Well, and I, and I want to hit you, hit you right back and say, likewise, man. Uh, I appreciate the kind words for the show as well. And and people don't know this, but I, uh, well, so, some of the regular listeners might know this, but my grandma passed away about two months ago and Champs and I have been in touch, man. And he, he offered up a lot of kind words. and was like, dude, we'll, we'll get in touch. We'll make it happen when everything's cool. Take care of everything with family. So, Uh, When I say King Champs is a real one, he is a real one. So for those of you who are a fan of hip-hop, you can tell the work he's putting in on the mic. But but outside of that, he's also a a kind and gracious dude. And again, I I think being a king, like you just said, man, it's about expansion, but it's also about how you treat other people. And uh, I think you're proof that you can be a killer on the mic, uh, but be a good dude as well. And for people even back in the day like me who used to watch – you know, the word of the day when you would share kind words and stuff, man, like uh, I think it's important, you know, for people to know. And I think, I think that's the power of music and that's the power of even doing stuff like this is that people can come from different backgrounds and different walks of life, but real recognizes real, man. So it's not lip service, dude. I really appreciate what you're doing, man.
1: 100, man. I, I, I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate that, man. I'm, I'm just glad to be back in the space, man. Cause you, you didn't got fancy on me, man. You got all these guests coming through, man. I I was sitting around. I said, God damn, baby. I said, when when when, I, when I'm gonna have my opportunity to come on back up here?
0: <laughs> hey, I don't forget about people, man. I don't forget about people. Um, and yeah, and I'm I'm a one man band over here. You know, outside of, outside yeah. of my my day job in healthcare, like, you know, I, I I book the guests, I I edit it. And I'm not saying this to toot my own horn, but just just so people know, like I, I book nah, the book. No, but guests. be
1: real. No, you got the you got the toot your horn. Nah. Fuck that! Toot your horn, because if because so, I ain't seen nobody else come across playing it.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so you know, editing, putting the shows together, um, you know, trying to trying to promote it when it comes out, and and one of the things that you inspire me with, man, is 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 promotion and really, you know, really hitting the ground running it and and making a name for yourself. I think that's that's something i need to get better at in terms of getting getting my name out there you know not being afraid to put your name in front of people and say hey you know i'm confident in what i do would love to have you on and and you know if if they don't want to do it they don't want to do it that's cool but at least you tried and i think i think you're you're a great example of um of not only networking man but building relationships in the right way because you know even sending black my way and i got to get him back on the show too man and um I, and I think that might have been how Anthony Church discovered me because he's worked with him. So, um, and I think you've done Anthony. You you worked with Anthony Church too, I believe. Yeah. Uh, cause oh my gosh.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Anthony's doing uh, really dope things as well, man. So, so yeah, it's uh, it's just it's all about having a having a good creative community, man. And I think that's one of the coolest things about today compared to like if if this were 1995, I would have had to have come across you know a mixtape or something somehow, you know yeah. what I mean? And, uh, it still would have been cool to find you, but I think that's that's the cool thing about modern technology is, uh, you know, you can get in touch with good people like this a lot quicker, man.
1: 100, 100, man. You you got to look at the internet for the good things. You know what I mean? I know we can we can look at the internet for a lot of different bullshit, but one thing I can say about the internet is it's a tool for networking. It's a tool for building those relationships and those connections and friendships that can last a lifetime. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like um, we've been able to go on ahead and do that. And like you said, bro, and I'm glad that you said that, continue to promote your shit, bro. Like continue to believe in your product and understand that you're putting out quality product. And continue to just reach out one step at a time. Like you're not going to build that confidence overnight. You know what I mean? This shit is work. Even for me to rap the way I rap and do the things that I do, I still build my confidence up every day to continue to go forward. So it's a step-by-step thing. And by the time you look up, you're like, damn, my listeners have went up. Damn, I've knocked out all these different interviews. Just step-by-step-by-step shit, man. You got it, man.
0: I appreciate it, dude. Well, King Shaves, at the time we have left, man, I don't want to chew your ear off too much and keep you too much longer, but it's fun talking with you. Um, At the time this comes out, y'all, this will be, it'll be – It'll be late November by the time this hits everybody's ears, so there's definitely going to be something new on Halloween and and maybe maybe the full Rise of Corleone, but again, I'll have all the links in the podcast description. But um, what are you geeking out on right now, man? I mean, you mentioned the, the quality going from the last release the last time we talked, Dawn of the Dead, to this one. It's going to be a step up, but along this journey, man, um, and obviously, like you said, it's about the rise of the neighborhood, the beginning of something awesome, What's been inspiring you, man, over these last couple of years? Because even even outside of West Philly one eighty seven, from the last time we talked, you put out two legit, you put out MGM, both of which were produced by Azan as well. Like, what have you been digging, man? Like what's what's been inspiring you creatively, whether it's music, movies, real life stuff? I mean, what's what's it been like since the last time we talked, man?
1: Oh man, it's it's been a journey. It's been a journey. You know, life life's the journey and life's the battle. You know what I'm saying? You waking up every day trying to fight this motherfucker and win the day. You know what I mean? Win the day, win the day, win the day. That's what I constantly um, tell myself. And um, just being motivated by life, being motivated by how I look at the game. I feel like the game right now is for the it, man. I feel like rappers in the weakest places ever been, and I think that we as dead wrong records are kind of going to be like a hospital. You know what I mean? We're going to be reviving a lot of patience. We're going to be reviving a lot of years. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like that's what we're about to go on ahead and do. That's the 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 uh trajectory, the plan that we got for the game. Um, I think that's been motivating me. And what constantly keeps me motivated is being great, man. Like, I want to be one of the greats. I want to be elite all the time. So regardless whatever is going on in my life or, you know, uh, different distractions that we all may go through, I consistently think of different ways I can get better. How can I evolve? How can I make my style the best it ever can be? And even when I get to that point, I know it's another level that I haven't reached. You know what I mean? So I've really been in competition with myself, been in competition with the so to speak as far as the Legends is concerned. And looking at, like I said, how weak the game is right now, the game for to take it, man. You know, the, the music is hard. You know what I'm saying? There's not a lot of good music out right now, and for the people that are dropping good music, we want to be those flagship artists where it's like, they're the ones that started the revolution. You know what I mean? We want to be Christmas addicts without the hollow tip in the head type shit. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like he was the first one, but he set it off. That's how we were able to set this thing off, so that's how we're looking at it. You know what I mean? And that's really been motivating me, just greatness, man. Just greatness, being able to be elite being able to, you know, push myself every day to get to that greatness. And um that's all, man. That's been pushing. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you mentioned uh chasing the ghosts and, and chasing the 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 greats, man. Like um I'm gonna put you on the spot real quick. If you had to put, let's say five, five albums and they don't even have to be, they don't even have to be rap. But since you're a rapper, if they are rap, that's cool. But if you had to put like five albums in a in a time capsule for somebody in another universe, and they had to hear it, and you were like, yo, this this is the stuff that that inspired King Shams. What what would those records be? What would those records be if you if you had to had to pick maybe five?
1: That's a hella fine question. You know, I'm gonna pick a bunch. You know I'm gonna pick a bunch as far as like different genres for sure. Um one I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Jimi Hendrix' Band of Gypsies album. I'm going to go with that. Um, I feel like that's probably one of the greatest rock albums I've ever heard. I'd put it up there as the greatest rock album ever for what he was able to do in a short span of time with that group. Um, musically, uh, the different um, changing um, um, of the notes, the transitions, the chord progressions, the whole nine yards, I feel is the masterpiece. Um, so I'll go with that at one, um, hip hop album that I would put, um, I'm definitely going to probably go with Illmatic. I'm going to go with Illmatic by Nas. I'm going to put that up there um, because I feel like that's a masterclass as far as lyricism. And I feel like, um, he changed the trajectory of rap from, you know, it just being like party music to actually being like a fucking like skill set like being a samurai so to speak I feel like rod Kim and Kooji cool rap laid that out for him in order for him to do that but I feel like he did that and and, and took it to the next level so that'd be my second um man. let me see let me see definitely gonna drop a um probably a Stevie Wonder album in there. I definitely got to put at least a Lisa Stevie Wonder album in there. And that could be um, Songs in the Key of Light. Um, we could go with that. Um, incredible work. Um, i actually like his Blue Era, too, um, where he had the Superwoman um, album, I believe. That was like a, a, a real good dope cut off of there. Um, so I'm going to go with Stevie. Um, Songs in the Key of Light, I'll probably go with that. Um... Now, now it gets a little tricky. It gets a the little tricky. I'm I'm going between like hip hop and R&B and different rock albums and shit. And I'm like, ugh. I'm probably going to go with probably gonna go with a Jay Z album too. I think I may go with the the uh either the black album or reasonable doubt. I think I may just have to stick with reasonable doubt just because I feel like he was just at another level um lyrically on there. So that would be my fourth and fifth. If I had to show somebody I like something about like music music. Um hmm. probably anything from Motown. <laughs> to be honest, anything from Motown. Like, I would probably put together just one mixtape of just all of Motown shit and just be like, this is like music from, like, top to bottom. You know what I mean? Like, you think of the plethora of artists that come from over there, you know, Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, Rick James, you know, the Four Tops, um, you know, the Temptations, you know, uh, uh, Diana Ross, you know, so many different names. So many different people. So I would probably put like a collection all together for the fifth album of like Motown shit.
0: Those are good, man. As you're saying this, I was thinking like, man, like I feel like you just you got to put out a playlist of of like your like your favorites like that, and tell people like, hey, man, this is like the King Shamps. This is like if if you go to the restaurant and you're like, what do I order? You're like, yo, this is the special right here. This is this is. Cause I think it's cool. It's it's cool to to see what inspires people. And I and like I said, I remember the last time we talked. You're like, yo, I'm I'm a rapper, but dude, I've I've listened to all kinds of stuff, grunge and Jimi Hendrix and every yeah. And I, you know, and even even if people are 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 you know well versed enough in hip hop, I mean, they know like, you know, one thing that I always respect about it is just the amount of words MCs have to remember. You know, I mean. Writing a good song is hard as it is, but you know when it comes to rap and you think about the number of bars, the number of words, just just in a song, forget an album, and the fact that you guys lock that all in your head and you're able to do it with your breath and get that out, like it's I don't know that people really respect the skill involved in that if if they're not into hip hop music, but in addition to that, i mean there's there's so many awesome samples. Throughout the years, I guess maybe that that'd be my quick follow up question. Do you have some favorite samples? Because um, like like Juice World used used Sting, but so did Nas. I don't know if it was on Illmatic, but he also used. Uh, yeah, was going on?
1: It was written. Yeah, it yes. was written the message. Yep, yep. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite verses by Nas. Man, he smoked this shit. So you know, <laughs> I know it.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so, but, so like, that. So you so you have some other other favorite samples, um, oh, or goodness. ones that stick out over the year.
1: Yeah, you know what? One of my favorite ones, um, I like is actually by Cameron. Um, it's it's off of the Killer Season album. It's called the Do Your Thing Remix, and they actually sampled this Earth, Wind, and Fire song because I'm a big Earth, Wind, and Fire guy. Um, The Way of the World. You know, that's the way of the world. Like that, that shit, the way he like raps over it and the way the sample comes in is dope. Um, and I think my second one that I love is another Jay Z song is called Ignorant Shit um, with him and Beanie Siegel. And that's off of American Gangster. And that samples the Osley Brothers In Between the Sheets record. And, you know, you've heard the In Between the Sheets record get sampled too big. You know what yeah. I mean? Biggie did something to it. Um, uh, but I think I like that version better because it was like a hybrid sound too, it. it was more like upbeat. So those would probably be two like sample joints that I like.
0: Yeah, and uh cube cube was uh Whispers in the Dark, right? I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: footstep, yeah, footsteps in the dark, yep. Dark, footsteps
0: in the dark, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that the guitar in that is sick, man. That is like one of the like I love metal and I like I love guitar, I love rock and roll, but uh, yeah, that the guitar in that is just so so awesome. Like people need to go listen to the original track too. Obviously what he did was insane. I mean, that's probably yeah. like hip hop lore, but that that sample, but um that original song was was sick, man. Shout out to the Isley Brothers.
1: Yeah, um, and, and and just to quickly touch on the Isley Brothers real quick. The brother Ernie basically was Jimi Hendrix's protege that plays the guitar for them. Because you know, Jimi Hendrix, he initially was in the Osley brothers. What? You're
0: blowing my like, mind right now. I had no idea. Bro, like
1: way back in the day, Ron Osley and them told him, it was like, bro, you too good. Like, go do your own thing. Like, why are you playing background for us? But in the interim, Ernie Osley went on to hear and learn from him. And he became a legend in his own right on the guitar. So that's just like a little known fact.
0: Yeah, I did not know that. Well, thank you for bringing the knowledge, man. Um, I need to go back and listen to that whole record now. Um, yeah. And then, and then the last thing I'll ask you, man, any um. Any stuff recently? Like you said, you you think the game is for for the taking right now, and and you you want to be one of the artists that people look back on these these releases and go, he he was one of the guys changing it, but uh. Anything the last few years musically, and again it doesn't it doesn't have to be rap, but anything out there that you want to give a free a free plug outside of the, the stuff that you're doing with Rosa Corleone, anything that you're like, whether it's underground, whether it's a well-known artist where you're like, hey, I think people, I think people should check this out. It's, you know, something that's come out recently.
1: Oh man. Um no. No. Nope. I, I don't I don't have one. And 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 being totally honest, because I haven't heard anything that was enough for a listener to actually sit down and appreciate it as a work of art. I feel like guys have dropped some dope songs. I feel like guys have dropped some solid albums, but nothing that was like, whoa, you need to press play on it and really sit down and listen, because I feel like music is an experience. And if I'm going to refer you to something, I want to refer you to an experience, just like how you was asking about like those different songs and different tracks, whether they're old school songs or new school songs, they're experiences nonetheless, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like if I'm referring you to something, I actually take pride in giving you um, a good recommendation. And right now, no, I, I haven't really heard anything, bro, to be honest. Hey man,
0: I respect the honesty, man. You know, I respect the honesty. And it sounds like from what you're saying then that Rise of Corleone, that's gonna be a that's a front to back listen. You you press play and it, it takes you on a trip. Am, am I am I correct on my presumption on that that it's it's a front to back listen? It's a it's a record that's got it's got great, great singles, but it's one that you listen front to back. Because that's that's something that like you're saying, I always appreciate about like a good album. You know what I mean? Like when you start you hit play and you you want to listen to the whole thing. No oh, yes. Yeah.
1: Rosa Corleone is definitely no skip. I, I guarantee that I stamped it because I know the work that we literally put in on that. You know, um, I feel like people are going to enjoy it because it is a audio experience. You know what I mean? It's actually something that you'll put on from the flows to the cadences to the lyrics, to the production, to the ad libs, everything. The way it's sequenced, everything. Like people are going to be really, really impressed. And I think it's going to be one of those projects that you look back and you say, oh, that was the start of the dead Wrong era. That was the thing that kind of went on ahead and set it off and propelled these guys into that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame kind of discussion, that Motown discussion, like those big, big Tom um, um, artists and, and producers and legends. You know what I mean? I feel like Raza Corleone is going to be the start of that. And from front to back, people are not going to be disappointed at all. It, it's a work of art. It, it's definitely a masterpiece. And I feel like from the versatility of the project, um, people are really, really going to enjoy it for sure. It's, it's definitely no skip If anything, it's it, it's a playback. You gonna keep playing it back, guaranteed, and you gonna get something new each time.
0: Well, I I just got a new car after like over a decade, man. It was time to get some new wheels, so I can't I can't wait to listen to it in the car too, cause that's when you really vibe out, you know, when you oh, got yeah. the. When you got the in-ears going, it's it's good too. Just just to zone out, but uh, listening to it in the car, I'm I'm excited about. Um, well, King Shams, this has been awesome, dude. Um, it's great reconnecting with you. Uh, I promise that next time I get you on, it won't be it won't be a two year gap. Um, but I want to thank you again, man, genuinely, not for just taking the time to do the show, but uh, for you and again for everybody listening. Know knowing what what King Shams is like off the mic, he he had uh, kind words for me when it came to my grandma's passing, and was real patient with getting this set up again. And uh, you're a real one, dude. Uh, the theme of this show is perseverance and moving forward, and I feel like from the conversation that we had the first time we talked to this one, you know, you're somebody that's that's really giving people, you know, uh, a front row seat to 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 West Philly. Uh, both good and bad in, in terms of what happens there, um, but but trying to be a positive force in your neighborhood and put your neighborhood on the map with Rise of Corleone. So uh, genuinely, man, I got a lot of respect for you, and um, I'm happy you came back on. And like I said, you have my word it won't be two years from from the next time we get you back on, man.
1: Now, I appreciate it, man. The pleasure is all mine, bro. I, I really appreciate you having me on for the first time. You know what I mean? And and for the second time, and you know, the third time will be the charm, man. We're we going to do it big that third time. man.
0: Yeah. Hey, I'm trying to get into this video content, man. I need to kick myself in the butt. Like I was saying, don't talk about it. Be about it. And I feel like I've been talking about for a while. I need to start doing video stuff and video clips and I finally have a new computer. So mm-hmm. that's one of my goals in, in the new year, but, um, I'll put up the links in the podcast description, man. But, uh, let everybody know where they can find you if you're not aware. Of what you and Azan are doing, man.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, follow me on Instagram, um, at KingShamps. That's K I N G S H A M P Z. Um, follow me on Twitter as well, K I N G S H A M P Z. You know, we're constantly going to have all of the updates that you need for the music. You know, we don't follows. We're always got some funny shit to say. You know, we're actually going to be putting a lot more content up there. And I'm gonna um bring back uh, Champ's word of the day. Um, there has been so many, so many people hit me up like, yo, like you just stopped doing it. Like people need that encouragement. People need that positivity. And I'm like, you know what? I'm definitely going to delve back into that. So um, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Check out our SoundCloud page at Dead Wrong Records, um, SoundCloud page. And then Ross Polion is going to be out soon. So that's going to be on all streaming platforms. Philly 187 is out now on YouTube. Go run that up. Continue to support that. Continue to listen to that. Um, go listen to some hip-hop in its purest form. Go listen to Masters at Work. You know what I mean? I'm a samurai with this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, make sure that you go ahead and check that out. Um, and, yeah, be on the lookout for Rise of You know, Halloween, we dropping a single. And um, we about to light this shit up, man. So, you know, take this ride with us. Take this ride with us. Go follow us on all those social media platforms and keep your eyes open
0: dude, thank you so much again for doing this, man. Keep in touch. I appreciate the kind words, and thanks again, man, for all the kind words about my grand pass and everything, too, bro. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, for sure, bro. It's all love, man. We fam, man. So I appreciate you having me back. I
0: appreciate it, man. All
1: right, bro. Peace, man.
0: Righty-dighty. There you have it. That was my conversation with King Shamps of West Philly and the Dead Wrong Records imprint. Make sure you go follow him on Instagram at King underscore Shamps. And that is spelled S-H-A-M-P-Z. The links to all of his stuff will be in the podcast description for this episode. So just scroll down to the bottom of that podcast description. Hit those links. And go follow and support my friend, King Shamps. You will not be disappointed if you love hip-hop and rap. If you love spitters, this dude is doing his thing on the microphone. The proof is in the pudding. So go check out all of the singles, including the latest one, Like That, that just came out on November 3rd. Go run up the views on the video for West Philly 187. And go check out the previous work as well, too, man. Like I said, in 2022, him and his on dropped 2 Legit and MGM. Both of those are dope tracks as well. Got a lot of respect for him, And keep an eye out. On his socials for the upcoming Rise of Corleone album. King Shamps, I just want to say thanks again so much, dude, for taking the time to come back on the podcast. It's always great catching up with you. I really appreciate the the mutual respect that we have for one another and the kind words that we shared with each other and the conversations that we've had both times that you've come on the show, man. And once again, thank you so much for the kind words as we were setting this bad boy up that you had for for my grandma when my uh when my grandma passed away. Cause you know, we had this thing. For people who may or may not be aware out there, but uh, you know, setting up this podcast, man, and I'm not saying this to pat myself on the back or toot my own horn. I'm just being real. Uh, but but doing this podcast, man, I, I book the guests, uh, I, I get ready for the interviews and do do my necessary research and homework. And uh, even though I love music and stuff, uh, you know, it's not homework for me. I enjoy it. I digress, but I do that. Do the conversation, edit it, put it all together, put it out on socials, share it with people. Uh, share it with the artists put the put the graphic together so uh, it's it's a lot of work man and uh, so I try to get these things set up you know a couple months in advance if I can if I'm really on my game you know and uh, Shams and I had this in the works really uh, during the summer Um, not long after uh, I'd have to go back and look at our at our DMs and stuff but Not long after West Philly 187 came out, you know, we were, we were talking about doing a show together and then my grandma passed away at the end of August and he was like, dude, it's totally cool. I get it. You know, take time, be with your family. You know, my thoughts and prayers are with you. And he was really cool, man. Like I said, I mean, we've never met in person. All of our, all of our communication has been, you know, online, but, uh, but again, that's the beautiful thing about, about modern technology in this day and age that we live in and, and, and social media, you know, for for the bad rap that it does get, and I might sound like a, a broken record a little bit when I'm saying this, but there is a lot of vitriol on social media, right? And there's a lot of uh, a lot of haters out there. There's a lot of negative stuff, but. There's also a lot of really good people like King Shamps, man. And so I feel very fortunate that in these in these times and especially over these last couple of years and just the things I've been through on a personal level that I've been able to connect with so many awesome people and great artists like King Champs, you know, who's shining a light on where he's from, shining a light on his neighborhood, both the good and the bad and and putting out great artwork that that people are connecting with, man, and great art that people are connecting with uh you know, you look at the comments on the YouTube video for West Philly 187, man, and uh, it, it's people who who really appreciate uh, what what those guys are doing and, and the art they're putting out there. Him and his on and everybody at Dead Wrong Records, that whole family, man. So uh, I'm I'm really grateful that his path and, and my path crossed, and uh, we have that common thread of love of music and positivity. I'm excited that he's going to bring back the the Shams word of the day. Um, that was something he used to do on his Instagram account, where every day he'd share you know, just positive words of advice. And uh, and it was cool. So I'm glad that he's bringing that back, man. And and he's got a really unique voice too. I think, again, both, like I said at the jump, both in, in, in kind of rap that he's making and with his his tone, his cadence, uh, he's he's bringing something unique to the mic, man. So for you hip hop heads out there uh, who maybe weren't aware of him before listening to this show, I hope you go check out more of his work. So once again, go follow him on Instagram at King underscore Champs. The links to all of his stuff will be in the podcast description for this episode. Run up the streams on like that, West Philly One Eight Seven, and his other work, and go support him and his on and everybody at Dead Wrong Records, man. That is going to be a wrap for this week's episode. Once again, I want to say thank you to all of you who are listening. If this was your first time here, once again, welcome aboard the pirate ship. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at March Fourth Pod on YouTube at March Fourth Pod. My website is march4th.podbean.com. The links to all of my stuff are in the podcast description as well. So holler at me if you want to holler at me, man. Um, if I don't get back to you right away, uh, I will get back to you because I take pride on, on uh, staying up on the communication, man. But thank you to everybody for the love and support, my close friends, family, uh, the people I don't know out there who subscribe to this show you know, the, and the listeners that I have from different parts of the world outside of the United States, man, I I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And uh, stay tough and stay kind, man. You know, um, There's good and bad things that happen in life. There's good and bad things that'll come at you in waves. And I think I'm always a little bit more reflective as I get towards the end of the year, like we are right now and in the holiday season, where I get a chance to catch up with family and friends that I I don't really get to see the rest of the year, man, especially being in your mid thirties like I am now, you know, people having kids and families and, you know, I got a buddy with, with three kids. One of them is is out of the house already and, and, and a young man, you know what I mean? Out of high school, it's, it's, it's a trip, man. Life comes at you fast. And, you know, I think the most important thing is, is to just be good to each other. I say it at the end of every episode as a tribute to my grandfather, but keep the faith and be kind to one another. That's a saying that I live by. It means a lot to me. And, you know, don't forget that. Whether you're from West Philly, like King Champs, whether you're from Toledo, like me, uh, whether you're from the United States or another country, you know, in in another part of the world, man, uh, we're all connected uh, spiritually, in my opinion, not to get too trippy here, but we are. Uh, We are all one at the end of the day, regardless of race, music genre, you know, religious beliefs, political beliefs, all of that crap that gets in the way, man, uh, and has resulted in violence and death and destruction you know let's focus on the things that make us alike and not the things that make us different and i think if we if we do that man the world would be a, a much better place and and i i've heard david draymond from disturb talk about that before too i think during their believe album cycle um and even the artwork on that is a combination i believe of all these like religious symbols you know what i mean uh th- the world would be a better place if we all learn to love each other and be cool to each other man so you know check out new art Go support your local musicians. Go support your local artists. Support podcasts like this. Like, subscribe, share, tell a friend, and uh, let's be good to each other put good content out in the world and good vibes out in the world, man. So thank you to King Shams. Thank you to all of you. Keep the faith and be kind to one another. Courtesy of King Shams, here is the latest single, like that. Peace.
1: Uh, 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 them hoes, y'all nigga yon nigga move that slow Get that dough. pimp them hoes. Ya nigga yon nigga move that low. Get that dough. pimp them hoes, y'all nigga yon nigga move that slow. Get that dough. pimp them hoes, y'all nigga yon nigga move that slow. Ya nigga, nigga, nigga move that dough dough. Break down looking like so. Try to fill the water, bigger solder with the water and feed so the order that's cow cow. I ain't never been no joke, no joke. Bad Nigga want smoke right now, I'ma get it with my lows Rose. We gon' tuck it out, no doubt, no doubt. Heard a nigga getting money, damn south uh, I was on my crazy way out of Bull City Getting hoes at the WIFO house eyes. Paper, the large amounts I'm Now I do do it for the clouds. cloud. I'm a West Philly pimp, fuck like a hoe in a simp Y'all know what I'm talking about Can't talk with a gun in your mouth Too many homies make a nigga lose count uh, For the red clothes, like I'm Rose off the bounce Like uh, I'm talking to me, take a look at my account yeah. Nigga, that's facts, no brag Yes, I'm in my bag. I got four Barbies, no Jags. Yeah. We getting all this cash. Fast is the only like me know now. Fuck, I know the hoes got lots of dope. dope. Everywhere we go, shut down the stove. Kick a bitch out, I got the go. go. Feds on me, can out the flow, flow. Getting that green, I love to grow, grow. Fuck, you think a nigga been slinging for? Whoa? Get me a coot and raise the dose. Low throw, come the money, fuck that. Just get that smoke, go, get the pussy like that. Just get that money, go, get the people like that. Just get that smoke, like that. Just 'cause like that, do it like that. Uh those like this niggas like this. yeah, my niggas like that. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, nigga, yeah, I'm moving the ball to blow. blow. Y'all niggas still hugging the corner though. One step and a nigga hit you, ho. Cocaine made this here possible. Uh-huh. Stay strapped, yeah, I keep the calico. Go. Oh no, I don't want no scary hope. ho. I need a damn ass bitch from my ass to a titch, yeah, pimp don't bitch. It's the glimmer and the glitz and the all blue whip. Yeah, I like my whole stick, make him come, but be click. Make yeah. the feds sick, I've been blessed with a gift. Every yeah. y'all clips, yeah, I'm gonna full rip. Whatever the reason, whenever the season. When it's spring, summer, I'll fall, or out ball, I'm yeah. over the deep end. Guarantee that nigga my fall, I shot call. I'm going in, I ain't never letting up. That hey nigga uh. from the mud, young nigga level up. We got one break, shit, nigga double up. All this money, I could never get enough. Spittin' like Chris, I been yeah, like I'm puff. the difference is I ain't really get the cuss But playing on my mind, I don't really give a fuck. Came with me, homie, got my hollows, nigga stuff. the money like just the like that, just people like that, just like that, the money like that, just like, the like, yeah, like that, cool shit, get that pimp them move that dough Get that dough pimp them house y'all, y'all nigga move that Get that dough pimp them house y'all nigga move that that them move that